Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Hey girls, welcome back to Unfazed and Unbothered. I'm Camo. By now you should know that. But if you are just tuning in for the first time, welcome. If you are an old head here or a return listener, yes, it is another solo episode. If you're watching the visual, duh. Um, If you're listening to the audio, Tasia is not here. This is a solo episode again per. Love you so much, girl. Hold it down. Tasia's got um, a lot going on right now. She is in the process of moving and a lot of other stuff going on in her life. And yeah, so I was like, you know what, girl, I'm going to take the burden off of you and I'm going to do a solo episode. <clears throat> so here we are, girls. Um, as usual, I'll just update you on this past week. Um, life has been pretty cute and gorgeous. I have been very low key from social media. I'm sure a lot of you have been wondering what the fuck's going on. I see the comments on TikTok. I see the DMs. Are you okay? What's going on? Where are you at? I've really just been living life low key, trying to be more present. And I've been having a great time. I feel like there's this light around me. And I I know that might sound crazy. I promise you I'm not high on methamphetamines. Okay, bitch. Um, But I do feel like genuinely there is some type of light around me attracting all this positivity. And it's very beautiful. I have really been enjoying life a lot lately. Um, No complaints. Um, I've not had any issues with people in general and like let me let me tell y'all so you know I have gotten into a relationship and I don't know it just seems like there's something in the air like something 
to the point like where we've both had to bring it up and mention it, but like people are being so nice to me lately. And I don't know, I'm very happy and I I love when people are nice to me because then it makes it puts me in a good mood and not that I rely on other people's positivity but you know what it's like if you're good to people they feel good and then they do good and it's just like you give and you get you know and I feel like I've always tried to be a very uplifting positive person I know I've shown a lot of different facets and a lot of different sides of my personality and people think I'm a little rough around the edges sure whatever per but deep down to my core I'm always a super uplifting and positive um, glass half full type of person and so um, to see a lot of that kind of gravitate towards me now I, I feel like I'm getting my karma, you know, um, whatever, you know, anyways, so moving on. Um, yeah, overall, I've just been great, but I do want to kind of talk about something that a lot of people have asked me or, you know, so I'm a very out there person. I'll say that. And, And you guys know that I'm literally in a fucking, uh, caftan right now, a cheetah print rainbow caftan. Okay, with some platform Doc Martens. I'm wearing a fucking choker. I'm very, I'm very much out there, okay? And I'm aware of that. I'm a very self-aware individual. And a lot of people ask, like, where I get that confidence and how I just don't give a fuck about, like, what other people think. How did I become comfortable enough to own my identity? And, you know, I've had a lot of friends and close people around me, people struggling with their sexuality, uh, people just struggling to find who they are as as a person, how to dress themselves. And and they always ask me, Camo, how do you do it? Like, how do you how do you be you? Like you come off so confident, you come off like, I don't give a fuck. I'm that bitch. I know I'm that bitch. And, you know, while yes, like I do kind of I live that way. Like I do I do battle my own insecurities. But at the end of the day, I you have to think to yourself, do I prioritize my happiness and my comfortability or do I prioritize the thoughts and opinions that others may have? Do I value their validation and their acceptance more than I do living in my truth, living in my authenticity and I hate to think that there are people out there who take the safer route and I know there's a lot of different variables and every single human being is on their own journey and everybody blooms and blossoms and grows and matures at different stages at different paces and you can really not compare two human beings um we're all different. But what I'm getting at is like, I hate to think that there are people out there for whatever reason it may be, who hide who they are and don't fully share who they are, who don't fully go for what makes them happy. And, you know, I I wish that everybody out there could just accept who who they are within and and who they they really are 
and not give a fuck. And I, I know that sounds very cliche and I'm a little high, so I, I kind of was slow to my points, but I'm just trying to find the best words and articulate my point well. So girls bear with me, but like, I, I hate to feel that way. I've always lived in my truth from a young age. I've always been myself or expressed myself freely. I mean, obviously not as free maybe as I do now. Um, but I, I, I've generally always expressed myself and been comfortable with who I was. And to think that there are people out there who don't live that, it does bother me. It, it, it genuinely does. I can say that, you know, my my coming out experience a lot of people ask about that I've touched on that um, within this podcast a few times I'm sure but like you know I knew I was gay um, since I was a, a child a wee little child I have memories of telling my mother I was going to marry a boy when I was literally three or four um, but anyways I digress I did not come out of the closet until I was 18 and the biggest fear for me was well I did express myself like I was dressing the way I wanted to dress and I was listening to the music and expressing myself the way I wasn't fully open about who I was um out of fear and that's what it it, it boils down to with literally everyone is is there's this fear and from experience and listening to other people and getting to know other people's stories, a lot of times these fears are not even rational. They're just that. They're just a fear. And so I've not always came out of the house in dresses. Now, again, like I said, I've always expressed myself the way I wanted to. I, I didn't necessarily have like a, a, a desire to wear dresses, but like when I did, like, you know, we're always changing. I'm, I'm a different person today. I'll be a different person in a year from now. That's that's life. We evolve. But I do remember when I, you know, p- first put on a dress and I was like, damn, I feel good. And I thought, is people going to say something? I'm sure they are. And I kind of went back and forth for a few minutes. And then I was like, you know what? I don't give a fuck. Do they pay my bills? Do they dick me down? Do they bring satisfaction? Do they bring anything to the table that I call my life? No, they don't. So it doesn't matter. So I put that motherfucking dress on. I beat my motherfucking face and I left the house and I had my health. I held my motherfucking head high as you all should as well. But um, I don't know. I, I, finding your identity and feeling comfortable is such a thing and I, and I see the comments I get the messages all the time from you girls asking for advice and I really don't know what to say I guess really you you just have to ask yourself what is more important to me having everybody's approval support and um them rooting me on or do I value myself my identity who I am within I'm a very transparent person. I've shared so much of my life and I've never really felt that scared except, you know, like like I said, coming out of the closet, I was kind of scared about that. But I just wish everyone felt as fearless and free as I do. And I just, I don't know what it's going to take with 
I guess what I'm trying to say is like, I see society growing, but like, there's still so much work that has to be done so that everyone can feel comfortable. There's still so many bigots out there. And I just will never understand why somebody else would give a fuck or get hung up on what somebody else is doing or wearing or the music they're listening to or how little or how much makeup they want to wear, how much they want to alter their body, how comfortable they feel in their body naturally at whatever size. I just, I just can't fathom ever giving a fuck. Of course, I'm a human being with opinions and thoughts. Duh, we all are. But I've never been pressed on what somebody else was doing so long as they're not hurting or harming somebody else. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people who are not like that and that makes it hard and makes it difficult for people to accept themselves like even and I'm not just talking about sexuality like expressing ourselves I've had so many friends say stuff like oh I wish I could wear something like that but I don't think it would suit me and I'm like what do you mean why would it not suit you I don't know that's just like I don't know if you can express yourself however you want men can wear makeup and be straight men can wear nails and be straight women can be a little tomboy butch i don't know if that's inappropriate to say can be a little butch and be straight like i'm kind of all over the place with this topic but at the end of the day like i wish that people would stop chasing this idea of what their life should be and just live their truth You know, growing up, I did not necessarily envision myself here at this size, looking like this, um, doing what I'm doing. But here I am. But that doesn't mean that doesn't take away from the present moment. But just because, you know, as a child and, and, you know, this kind of does going back to sexuality a little bit, a, a lot of people, they come to terms with their sexuality and their identity at a way later stage in life and some people come to terms with it early on it's it's a it's a journey it can't be rushed everybody is an individual so i've seen taught not toddlers little kids little ass kids know that they are transgender and i've also met 50 plus year old people who are finally coming out of the closet i mean even look at caitlin jenner she transitioned so late in her life so Maybe growing up, she did not have that idea in her head. Maybe she didn't envision that's where her life would end up, but it did. And didn't it doesn't take away from the present moment. I'm just using her as an example. But anyways, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't get hung up on, oh, I growing up, I envisioned myself having this life and li- looking like this and being with this type of person and letting it complicate the present moment. Like, Live the life you want to live, even if it's completely different. At any moment, you can switch up what you want to do, where you want to be, who you want to be fucking with, your friends. You can change anything about yourself at any given moment. It does not matter if that was your plan. It does not matter how much time and energy you've put into a project or a craft or something. You want to switch gears, baby, do it. There's no, there's never a right or wrong time. Or I guess, did I say that correctly? There's never a, a wrong time, okay? Period. Anyways, I'm going to go on a little break. Um, I hope I didn't just run in circles there. I'm kind of high, but like I wanted to get some points across and was just troubling my brain today. That topic, caring about what other people think. So girls, 
my advice to you would be stop giving a fuck what other people think and start giving a fuck about what you think. Girls, if you want to if you want to be with that bitch, be with that bitch. If you don't, don't. If you want to wear that little crop top and you're too you're 250 and you don't think the other people are going to uh, uh approve of it or appreciate it, bitch, who cares? Do you feel cunt? Do you feel pussy? Put it on. Put it the fuck on. Wear that double that that two-piece swimsuit this summer, bitch. Your body's not going anywhere unless, you know, you you want to change it then per that's a whole different story. But own who you are embrace the journey be optimistic about about the future and stop worrying about what the fuck other people think it doesn't matter what you think should be prioritized that should be your priority how you feel and your happiness should come above what anybody else may think want or feel for you what is right for you anyways i'm going on a break (laughs) angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well i absolutely love this because you know if you own a home it can be really hard to maintain it's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small well whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality it can be hard just to know where to start but now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process bring them your project online or with the angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, my pretty bitches, I'm back. <laughs> so I should have mentioned in the first half that I'm down 35 pounds now. That's very cute and gorgeous. Um, I have continued doing my best as best as I can. I will admit that I have not been as nitty gritty with my like calorie counting um maybe that's a good thing i know a lot of people were concerned for a a, a period of time um but for a while i was i will say I, i i i will say i kind of was obsessing I'm not so much obsessing anymore. I've not been counting calories, really. I kind of have like an understanding of what I'm eating and how much I should eat. And I'm just listening to my body more. Um, But I was losing like a pound a day. And now I kind of like, I I, I don't want to say I've plateaued, but I've been losing weight. I'm still losing weight. I'm not gaining, losing, but at a slower pace. Um, Nothing wrong with that. I'm eating more. So there's that. But um, yeah, I'm down 35 pounds. And every day is a new day. I, I have my good and bad days. Um, even my bad days, though, are not that bad. They're not the way they used to be. Like I would go on binging sprees and consume like two or 3000 calories after having a manic moment going down to my kitchen at 1am and just hoarding or ransacking the fucking pantry and fridge. And I've not done that in months now. Um, but 
some days I do be having like little cheats here and there. I have kind of been drinking a little more coffee than I was. Like I was drinking coffee every single day since childhood up until a few months ago, two two months ago. And then it, it started to turn into like once a week, like once a week. And it was just so drastic because I was going from three coffees a day to three, four in a month. So anyways, I've had a, a, a few more coffees, but whatever. I shouldn't even mention that. It's just so stupid. It's so silly. Um, but yeah, I'm doing great. The biggest testament though, because I stopped weighing myself, right? I haven't weighed, well, I, I weighed myself today, but I stopped weighing myself for a period of time because I started like having a few little cheat days here and there. And by cheat days, I mean, I was eating closer to like 2000 to 2500 calories a day, rather than 15. Um, still eating remotely, relatively good. Um, I did have like a few sweets. Since like, I went I went like two months, almost not eating a month, month and a half, whatever, not eating any sweet whatsoever. And then I did have like what I have, I had like a, a piece of cheesecake a few days ago, but like, whatever, crucify me. Um, yeah. So there's that. Oh, I'm so scatterbrained. Fuck. God damn. Um, my belt. This is like the biggest testament. So I stopped weighing myself as much. Um, I did today just so I could give like a, a an update. But the biggest testament for me. So I have this belt um, that I got a while, uh, sometime in January, I think. January. Yeah, sometime, sometime in January. Whenever it like snowed in Georgia for one day, um, if you follow me on TikTok, I had posted this video in the snow of me twerking in this muumuu with this belt um, on. I had just gotten that belt, right? And when I first got it, it was like very tight, but I was too ashamed to get the size bigger. So I got the size that barely fit me. And I was like literally the last hole was so tight like the very last or is it the first or the last i don't know whichever one is at the end of the belt um it was very tight like so fucking tight that the belt like felt like it was going to explode right and there's these indentions on the belt and now i'm all the way at the last hole or the first hole however you want to look at it perspectives okay we all have different perspectives whichever one is the one you know on the inside of the belt i'm literally could poke like two holes to make it even bigger the belt so that was like the biggest testament like the inches I, I i didn't realize that until i put that belt on a few days ago because i was like whoa this belt i could make a new hole on here like what and it, it felt really good I, I had i had lost this belt actually and I, had le I left it at a friend's house and they gave it back to me a few days ago so i hadn't been wearing it so like I, this was like a good gauge because i kind of was getting a little discouraged i was like i'm not losing weight as fast as i was um, I'm kind of fucking up, or at least I was feeling like it and boom, but now here I am inches are coming off pounds are still coming off and I'm feeling great. I, I still got a long way to go, um, to get where I want to be physically. Um, but I'm excited and I'm happy that the ball is rolling in the right direction. I will say that. Um, but anyways, this episode, I know a lot of you girls have been asking for, longer episodes and I do aim to try to you know give you girls a 45 minute to an hour episode um but sometimes it's hard to 
maintain focus and stay on topic. Like I, I, I read the feedback a lot and like some feedback has been, oh, yeah, they go in circles. They talk about the same things. And then other ones are saying that they're not long enough. And so like I try to make them long enough without us or when it's even the solo episodes without me like just going in circles and just, you know, killing a dead horse, if you will. So if this episode is not an hour, please don't crucify me. I love you girls so fucking much. I cannot emphasize that enough. And I do appreciate everyone who has continued streaming. Um, there are going to be a lot of changes in the future with this show. Um, so don't tune out, girls. Don't tune out because we're not even getting started yet. Okay? There's a future beyond. I'll say that. Um, but I am going to answer some questions and read some stories. So I, I wanted to try something a little new. Um, I got some stories that you girls sent in to me, some embarrassing stories. Um, kind of ties into my topic of today's episode. You know, not giving a fuck. Obviously, if you embarrass yourself, you're going to give a fuck, especially in that moment. But like, one of my biggest sayings I've said for years is you cannot shame the shameless. If you live your life shamelessly, ain't nobody got a motherfucking damn thing on you. So em embrace these embarrassing, cringy moments that happen in your life. And don't let anybody hold that against you, okay? Don't care. Don't give up what anybody thinks. Don't let anybody shame you, period. Um, so that's how it kind of ties in. But anyways, I'm going to answer some questions and share some embarrassing stories that you girls sent in to me this week. Um, very cute and gorgeous. Let's see. So, Miss Ashley, I'm not going to share her whole username because this is an embarrassing story. I usually share y'all's usernames when y'all ask questions, but um, I don't want to put anybody's business too much out there, but her name is Ashley. So, an Ashley out there said she went on a blind date, right, and wore all white. We were cuddling. I got my period unexpectedly. The end. Don't know if that worked out. She didn't She didn't specify. Um, and now I'm kind of like on the edge of my seat. I, I want to know. Um, Miss Ashley, did y'all work out? Or was that the end? Or, I mean, I know you said end. But was that the end of that situation? The end of the story? Period. Y'all's story. Anyways. So... Miss Erica Ashley Styles, another Ashley, hey, weigh us up for the Ashleys, said lyrics that apply to your current situation slash mood. And I would say, good question, girls. Let me look in my like page right now so I can give you a, a legitimate answer. So started up by Alex Malley. That's literally me right now. I, I love it. It's, it's a cute and gorgeous song. It fits my vibe right now um i've been obsessed with it i know it's kind of a, a, a few years old but a homegirl put me on to miss alex malley recently and that song in particular started up i've been obsessed up fucking obsessed so yeah that's that let's see what's another goodie so this is another story by miss scooby snack not gonna finish the name um she's a stripper hey girl strip it up or strip it down whatever fell off stage stripping on Friday night and customers took their tips back. Okay, period. Um, Had to be humiliating. I'm so sorry. Hope you're okay. Hope you didn't hurt yourself too bad other than your pride. Um, but girl, we live and we learn. We go through things. 
it was a moment of weakness, but we're good. We're, we're good to go per. You're going to be great. You're going to make some, you're going to make them tips back. Okay. Someone's going to come up in there and they're going to be a big baller and they're going to throw some motherfucking money on you. I'm manifesting it for you, bitch. Okay. I'm rooting for you, Miss Scooby Snacks. Per. Okay. So, so Miss Rayleigh Blaine asked, have, I've done this a few times, but have you ever screenshotted drama or gossip and accidentally sent it to the, the person you screenshotted? Yes, absolutely. We've all been there, I think. Um, yeah, and you got to play it off all cutesy-pootsy. I think one time I was talking to this guy and I s- screenshotted a picture he sent me and sent it was going to send it to one of my homegirls. And then I sent it back to him and he was like, huh? And I was like, look at my cute man. <laughs> Anyways, um, he probably knew I was full of shit. But um, that didn't work out. It wasn't supposed to work out. Anyways. Um, it's hot as fuck in my house, girls. Like, I, I don't know what's going on. It feels like a goddamn sauna. Um, okay, Miss Gina said, One time I asked my friend why he was talking so damn loud. He told me he's half deaf. Well... I would have probably asked the same thing. I can't stand a loud ass bitch. But I hope your friend is okay. Because that would have been awkward. Um, if he was actually half deaf. So there's that. <laughs> Anyways, um, this person asked a few questions. Consistently a bitch. True or false? Everyone can be a Karen sometimes. Um, I guess we all have the capacity to be a Karen, but I feel like I try my hardest not to be a Karen. Now, I know there's been some videos out there of me where people have been like, who's actually the Karen here in my Karen videos? I do match energy. I'm a very petty principle, petty per principle type of bitch. Um, so I can embody a Karen if you're being a Karen, but I try my hardest not to be a Karen. I never speak to managers and I try not to complain. I will eat the food when it's wrong unless I just can't bear it. And then even then I'm like, oh shit, should I even say anything? Um, I guess we all can have the capacity to be a Karen, but I don't think we're all Karens. I think, I think there's a certain breed of bitch that is like a, a true Karen at, at, at their core, at their, you know, you gotta, you gotta have the, the the hair. You gotta have the attitude. You gotta have the, the entitlement. You gotta be a little racist. You gotta be a little homophobic, and you just gotta think the world revolves around you. And uh, none of those apply to me. So, um, same person consistently a bitch. Favorite memory with your mom. So, one of the most chair like memory that I cherish it's like not just a one-time memory but when my mother and I and like my family would go on vacations to the beach me and her would wake up at like 5 30 in the morning we would make our coffee and we alone would go walk the beach in search of you know sand dollars starfish and seashells while there was nobody on the beach and we would just watch the sunrise together um and just enjoy each other and and I miss that so much um yeah I I think about that all the time when I think of like 
the happiest moments. I see my mom and me walking down a beach early in the morning with our cup of coffee, the wind blowing our hairs around, and it it it's it brings me peace. It makes me feel good um, thinking about that. So there's that. Um, okay, so Dave's of our lives. Let's see what you did there. Days of our life. Dave's of our lives. It ain't days. It's Dave's. Okay, poor. Oh, shit. I just said your name. Oh, so sorry. Sharing your embarrassing story anyways. After a surgery, still drugged, I was screaming, you're a dildo cocksucker to my surgeon. Okay, embarrassing. Um, Very awkward, I will say. Um, I will say one time under anesthesia when I was coming uh, back from a surgery, I was crying and yelling about Starbucks and how I needed Starbucks. This is a true story. And I posted about it on Facebook like 2013 and people started sending me Starbucks gift cards. So um, that kind of worked out in my favor. But um, I did wake up and I was screaming and crying about how I needed Starbucks now. And I don't have any recollection, but everyone else does. Anyways, um... Riley, by the way, asked, what's some of your favorite spots to go in Atlanta? I love Beltline. I love Piedmont Park. I love um, the Goodwill on Northeast Plaza. I love going to Fellini's Pizza. That's like one of my childhood um, hotspots. Still go to this day. Um, Jenny's Ice Cream. Holy fuck. Mm, Chef's Kiss. Um, I love little five, you know, criminal records. I love a little record, um, junk man's daughter, which is also in little five. Yeah. There's a lot of things to do in Atlanta, but I love being in nature. So the park is always going to be my favorite. Um, but let's see. Let's see. So Alibug44 asks, how do you manage a safe diet while struggling with an eating disorder? Well, girl, I wish I had the correct answer for you because I am living that. Um, so trigger warning. Today I did have I've had a great past few weeks, but today I did kind of have um an uncomfortable day at one point. Um, not going to talk about it, whatever. Um, and it did kind of put me in a place mentally where I, I lost my appetite. And so needless today, I've only had a coffee or needless to say today, I've only had a, a coffee and I did eat a turkey roll up with cheese and I felt like I couldn't even finish that. So I, I'm just being transparent. I'm being honest. I'm not promoting or wishing anyone to follow in my footsteps, but I am honest about what I, where I'm at, who I am, what's going on in my life. And so it is hard to manage a safe diet while struggling with an eating disorder because anything can trigger my thought, you know, of, oh, well, you're, you need to lose this or you need to do that or you're you've eaten too much the past few days um you need to get back in the groove of things um but on most days i will say that i have been very mindful of what i'm eating and i have been making a conscious effort to eat 1500 calories minimum um but it's it's been it was very easy for like a month and a half and i did kind of have like a week of weakness um where I wasn't 
as sharp and like on my on top of my shit um so just listen to your body i know that's probably like camel are you kidding me you just told us you basically starved today um but tomorrow's gonna be a new day i'm gonna be okay i am okay just a little hiccup eat your food you have to okay um now i think this is i'm gonna say a few more things okay um sammy christine says found out i was allergic to wine when i went to a winery i didn't make it to the bathroom shit emoji i would have been mortified and i would have ran out crying and i would have left and then I would have made a joke about it and posted about it on social media so that no one could shame me. Okay. But in that moment, I would have ran with my head not held high. Okay. I hate that for you. Riley Bronson asked, do you plan on starting a YouTube so we can see more of your day-to-day life? Love you so much. Well, Miss Riley, I love you so much too. I love the idea of getting serious with YouTube. And I know that's where the real money is. TikTok is tomato 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 um but for me i feel like you know tiktok i can just get on record and post per whereas on youtube you have to give the girls something like you can't just come on there and give them the same video every week you can't just sit there and ramble you can't just sit there and think oh i have followers so everyone cares about every move i make like you have to still be interesting and you have to give the girl something otherwise you're just going to get this surplus of tiktok followers to view your youtube videos and they're never going to grow and like first impressions are everything so i've kind of held off on like really diving into a career on YouTube, if that's what I would even call it, um, because I don't want to give the girls anything lackluster or anything of TikTok quality. So if there's somebody who is into film work and wants to, you know, work out some type of deal where you film me and we work together, whatever the case may be, hit a bitch up. But until I have me a little camera crew and people down to edit, um, I don't know how much YouTube I'll be putting out there. I'm starting to... Anyways, random thought. Um, So yeah, if you're going to do YouTube, do it right. Don't be a boring bitch. Um, M underscore... Okay, period. Who are some of your musical influences? So Janet Jackson um, is up there on the list. The Jacksons, period. Well, Michael and Janet. Like, the Jacksons are the Jacksons, but let's be real. Janet and Michael were the true icons. Um, Janet is still an icon. Michael will forever be an icon. Rest in peace. Um, But yes, both of them for certain Drake, Summer Walker, SZA, Jene Aiko, Frank Ocean, The Weeknd, Sam Smith, even though I don't really listen to them as much lately anymore. It's been years, but still. Lord, Lana Del Rey, 
yeah, the, these people have really been musical influences for me. Banks, don't know if y'all know her, love her. Uh, yeah, those are, those are some of my biggest musical influences, I would say. Um, which there was another question that I cannot find now, and I'm very upset about it. Hold on, let me see, let me see, let me see. Oh, here we go. So, going back, Miss Consistently a Bitch also asked, album you grew up on. So, this is a funny story. Maybe it's not funny. Maybe it explains why I'm the way I, I am. So, growing up, I was a little spoiled and I, I got what I wanted because I was a good little person. Pronounless person. <laughs> living life and I was I was good I, I tried to be because I am good I didn't have to try hard but I'm not perfect anyways but I would be a, a good little person and I would get rewarded and my reward was CDs I have always loved music since I was a little kid and it's always been um it's it's always really controlled and and t- taken over my life music um and I I, I can't imagine a life without music. I hear people be like, oh, I don't listen to music. And I'm like, what the fuck? How? How do you breathe? Music is literally like oxygen to me. But yeah, so point be made. I would get rewarded with CDs quite regularly, two or three CDs a week. So I, in my childhood, did accumulate hundreds, if not thousand plus CDs. And I still have a, a big collection of some of even some of my first CDs, but I've lost a lot, broken a lot. Whatever, you know, we, we lose things per can't keep everything. Um, but one of the first albums, the absolute most nostalgic album and an album that I'm still just as obsessed with, especially in recent times, is Janet Jackson's All For You. 2001, I was, I think, six years old and my Mimi had no business buying me that CD, um, but I did listen to I did I, I found it at I think it was at Toys R Us if I remember correctly um I don't think back then there was like all this emphasis on parental advisories and whatnot or I think there was a parental advisory on it but like it was still able to be sold at TJ excuse me, Toys R Us um needless to say she did buy me All For You by Janet Jackson and I was very much the little kid who had their um, little CD player, headphones in at all times. I was not fucking with nobody. I was listening to music sun up to sundown. And I'm very much the type of person that when I first listened to an album, I listened to it A through Z. And needless to say, I became obsessed with that album in particular. I love Janet. She's an icon. I love a lot of her project from various, or a lot of her music from various projects. But all for you, to me, maybe it's my bias, like, opinion but it's like to me one of her best albums um and it just it's very sexual so I'm like I shouldn't have been listening to this by any means um but one of the songs that is most nostalgic is called um would you mind check it out girls it's very sexual um should not have been listening to it like for the oh Period, Janet. We love a little um, promo. Janet Jackson, I Live, Laugh, Love You. I'm trying to pull up the album, though, for you girls so I can give the correct titles. I know I know most of them, but like, so this was the album cover, if you're 
looking at the visual, she's naked. And it, she's naked on the backside of the album, too. Wrapped up in a little blanket, looking very sexual, very sexy. Purr. But tracks six, seven, eight are literally the nastiest tracks. And they were my favorite tracks. Um, when We Ooh, China Love, Love Scene, and Would You Mind. So six, seven, eight, and nine. Those songs are so nasty, so freaky, and I listen to them still to this day religiously. Right now, Love Scene, Ooh Baby, has been like on repeat again and again and again and again and again and again and again. And, again. and I recently found the album at a CD shop and I bought it again just for nostalgia's sake. But that was a long ass fucking answer. That album was what I grew up on. And maybe it explains to me why I feel so freaky and dirty and nasty. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to take a break from the show not a not a break shut the fuck up you dumb bitch don't look at your phone <laughs> i'm going to go i love you girls i hope you have a wonderful beautiful gorgeous sexy hot day and yeah live laugh love Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.